Coast to Go Blue Crew. gentlemen welcome into the go blue crew i'm tyler fenwick joined by derek divine uh this is tuesday december 22nd derek we were sitting here uh since i think we recorded last on like the 10th of this month and this whole time we've been like what are we going to talk about nothing's really moving with jim harbaugh uh there was uh early uh national signing day the early signing period but then the news just falls into our lap about an hour before we hit the hit the pod here, that Don Brown has been fired as the def- defensive coordinator. Not it is surprising move at all, but it's uh, pretty revealing, I think, for you know what what this means or might mean about Jim Harbaugh. But you know what, what what's the initial reaction here to to Don Brown getting fired? Yeah, I think for me it's a mix of. Uh, relieved and sad, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, I, know what I think I think this was the right decision, uh, but it's tough because he, he had, you know, top 10 defenses every year except for this year. I think the thing that, you know, people around the country may not know, or maybe they do because, you know, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan has been the topic of conversation since Harbaugh has been around. But even in those years where he was, you know, 10th, it's almost like that he could have been fifth except for getting gashed in a couple of games, right? So who yeah. knows what his numbers look like um, if you don't allow 62 or however many points to Ohio State and, you know, get run over by teams um, like Wisconsin um, in, in certain years. And so, yeah, I think it's, um, you know, I think it's the right decision and not surprising really to anybody at this point. But it's also sad because I feel like he was uh, a great example uh, in a lot of ways of, you know, the type of coach you want at a program like Michigan. And I, I think that he did connect uh, with guys really well. There's already a couple of recruits, um, which we can touch on that have, have mentioned something um, about, you know, not knowing this was going to happen, but, um, you know, kind of being sad about it themselves. But yeah, I mean, good guy. He was definitely a dude, uh, a lot of good memories, especially if anyone's watched the Amazon Prime documentary. Um, you know, he was a lot of fun to watch in that, but yeah, I think his time, um, was up and they maybe a year too late. Um, but they, you know, did what I think they needed to do. And I guess we'll just stay tuned and see what's, what's next in terms of staff changes and, and who they want to bring in to replace Don Brown, because you are, I mean, you do need to replace a, a great defensive coordinator. Uh, just one who kind of ran out of space there at the end. What did you call it a documentary? Is that how you say that? I might. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Documentary. I mean, Documentary. I, the doc. The Amazon doc. That's that's the first thing I thought of too when when I saw this on my phone. Like he was the 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 main character of that documentary, and you know to see him <laughs> to to not see him on the sidelines anymore is gonna be it's gonna be weird. He's a high energy guy. Um, we were talking about this before the show and I've seen some other people bring this up, but like Jim Harbaugh is not acting like a coach who's uncertain about his future. He acts like he's pretty sure that he's going to continue to be the head coach at Michigan. And I guess in a way, like, you know, you should, you should have that mindset um, until it's not true. And then, you know, I mean, to talk about that with, with players all the time, you know, you, you keep that, 
keep that mindset and then if something changes then you adapt but like you don't go out firing your defensive coordinator if there's some stuff up in the air right yeah i i just i think the whole handling of all of this continues to be weird i don't even remember how much we talked about it because i think everything you know forever was speculation but i know with signing day coming up we were kind of concerned about you know decisions being made in general but yeah i think spot on i I think this is just a situation where um i don't know if any timing is good timing for any decision that's going to be made but again this feels like it had to be done and this feels like a decision you make if you're you know still expecting to be the head coach and i mean they they said that jim and our manual will be talking you know about this at the end of the season and, and this is obviously part of the conversation is what to do with the current staff and so I've gone back and forth I swear every week I felt different like okay no way Jim's coming back and then it's like okay he's definitely coming back I think last week I was more in the this shouldn't be taking so long there's no way and now it's like well with a decision like this I mean it seems kind of silly if it's not going to be Harbaugh I mean a guy like Don Brown and others would likely be relieved of their duties anyway because a new coaching staff would come in, um, especially at the D coordinator and offense coordinator role. But yeah, I mean, I just think timing is everything and the time to do all of this had already passed by a couple of weeks now. So it's just, it's just a weird feeling overall for me. So here's some names just to keep your eye on um, for, for, you know, possible defensive coordinator candidates at Michigan. Now, Derek Mason, uh, the former head coach at Vanderbilt, uh, Chris Partridge, you're going to see his name out there. Of course, he was at Michigan, and now he's a, a co-defensive coordinator and, and safeties coach at Ole Miss. There's Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator at, at Cincinnati. Uh, Jim Leonard, I, you know, possibly a defensive coordinator at, at Wisconsin. Um, Michigan, you know, for, for the struggles that it's gone through recently, uh, I, I we talked about this, I think – last episode or, or a recent episode you know is this like a a destination job does it continue to be coveted and uh, you know i think i think we're going to find out pretty quickly because uh if you're not able to go out and land like a quality defensive coordinator come to to come to michigan it's a sign of some bigger troubles so we talked about recruiting or you mentioned recruiting earlier um michigan you know went out uh, so far as a number 12 class uh, obviously most recruits have signed they took advantage of the early signing period uh, number two class in the big 10 i guess you know some things could continue to shake up uh you know next year as, as players uh sign but but like most of them have have put pen to paper and and this probably won't move too much but you talked about how recruiting or how how don brown's firing um is playing with a couple of recruits and i think that's important because uh, these are kids, after all. They're 17 and 18 years old, and and uh, these are momentous decisions they're making. And losing, you know, your your who you thought was going to be your defensive coach uh, is, you know, probably uh, not a great great feeling if you're some of these kids looking to play defense at Michigan. So what what's going on out there? Yeah. So the the two things that I've seen, and I'll leave the 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 names aside of the you know, the people reporting just because you don't know everything, especially in the, in the source world. But um, Junior Colson is apparently on record saying he's not pleased about the news, didn't know anything about it. 
um, had already signed, nothing can do. And, and then a comment about he's not sure if he'll still early enroll or um, asked to be released from his letter of intent. And then also just, you know, on the, the classic timeline on the boards, whatever you want to uh, do your, your research, wherever you want to do your research, um, a comment was made about how Don Brown actually was telling recruits that, hey, I'm, you know, unlikely to be here or it's likely I won't be around, but would still, you know, encourage you to commit because, uh, you know, Michigan's a, a great place to be. So, I mean, that's a, you know, that's the way you would, you would imagine Don Brown goes um, just because, you know, I, I think he is truly a, a genuine class act coach. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have, you know, young guys that are looking forward to playing for a coach who has some pretty incredible defenses and coached some pretty notable players like Sean Gary and Jabril Peppers, um, just to name a couple. Um, I feel like, yeah, it can be disappointing. Um, but from other things you, you see reported, and again, you don't know what's true until, you know, we hear it from, you know, guys like Jim Harbaugh himself, but it's been said that Harbaugh was going to start making these decisions Friday. It's speculated that this was the decision that was made last Friday. And so, I mean, truly, maybe he didn't know that that's the route they were going to go for sure. So, yeah, but that's the problem again with doing all this stuff when you have signing day um, looming right after this weird season comes to a close because, you know, at some point somebody committed to Michigan because of a certain coach. Um, and there was a scenario and still could be where none of the coaches are there. Um, but already we've seen one where, you know, guys who committed to play for Don Brown are no longer obviously going to be playing for Don Brown. So hopefully whoever they can bring in can win those guys over right away. that just signed their letter of intent. Hopefully a guy, especially in a year where, you know, you have that free kind of transferability. Hopefully whoever comes in can convince guys to either come with him or, you know, come join what they've got going on or what they hope to have going on in Michigan. But yeah, I mean, it's messy and this is kind of what we expected and, and I'm sure it gets messier moving forward. Yeah. Junior Colson, by the way, a, a top 100 player outside linebacker out of uh, Tennessee. So, you know, not, not one of the, the, the less consequential players you would think of in a recruiting class uh, who, you know, might be a little upset with the way things are going down. Whoever Michigan gets as its next defensive coordinator, I think the thing we're all looking for is somebody who's just going to like take what talent he has and, and scheme around it. Because what Don Brown did and the biggest knock against him was like, like Don Brown's tenure basically went, you know, if, as long as you weren't like Ohio state or another like good high power offense like Penn State or, or Indiana sometimes, if you like lined up with two tight ends and your running back wasn't Jonathan Taylor, like Michigan was probably going to shut you down. And and so the criticisms of Don Brown, you know, in many ways mirrored those of Jim Harbaugh in that uh, kind of take care of business for the most part when they should. But man, like, do they get worked sometimes by teams that are that are better than them? But you just expect more out of Michigan. You expect more out of a coach like Jim Harbaugh and and Don Brown. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But whoever Michigan brings in next has to tweak this defense in a way that that complements the talent they have. You look at a team like Indiana had horrible defenses for years. I mean, the offense you you'd love to watch. I I, I watched Indiana football as often as I could because they were always really entertaining games. 
Uh, but Tom Allen over there has really turned things around defensively, mostly with his own scheme. He's got really aggressive corners who play uh, really physical on the back end. They they come up with a lot of blitz packages. It's still exotic stuff and some of the stuff that really attracted us to to Don Brown. But it's it's not so much you know relying on individual talent to get things done. And I, I think that'll be an important thing going forward because it's not like Michigan doesn't have talent. I think they were just asking those players to do stuff that they weren't ready for and weren't suited for. Yeah, I mean, Don Brown, when he came in after, you know, defensive coordinators that either did well enough to move on or, you know, just didn't technically work out, I mean, however you want to look at any of the past coaching situations, I mean, no matter how you look at it, Don Brown came in with a pretty full cupboard of great, great defensive players and definitely benefited from that. I mean, they had to learn a new system, and they were the right players for that system. And I think a lot of people maybe don't think enough about how that marriage just kind of naturally worked well because I I do think Michigan legitimately had some of the best defensive players in the nation and in in a lot of ways that that will show anything from, you know, lockdown corners like Jordan Lewis uh, to even David Long a a year later. Like, they had – just some straight up dudes already on the roster. Uh, and, and it worked well. And, and I think when you, you look at, you know, this, this season's hard to look at because it's full of losses and full of giving up points. And, you know, it's not what anyone expected on both offense or defense, but I think it's again, bigger than this season and how Michigan's defense did is this season wasn't surprising. If you look at some of the, you know, the toughest losses, or the worst losses Michigan's had in the past. Uh, and again, you've got to circle Ohio State in the bowl games. You have a year where you you get crushed by Ohio State, and then you go get crushed by Florida in the bowl game. And that you know, makes a year like this year not super surprising when you see some of the struggles they've had on defense without those notable players. And so it, it was kind of going to happen that way. I like the Indiana example. There's tons of examples around the country where guys can, you know, rally together and, and just put on a spectacular defensive performance for a full season um, and maybe not have some of the big names that Michigan is still able to bring in. But yeah, whoever comes in, I hope that they can one, you know, recruit well, even though I, I don't think recruiting is the issue. There's still a ton of talent on Michigan's roster even now, just again, maybe not good for the scheme they had. Um, would love to see, you know, the ability to develop um, development has seemed to be more of an issue um, as you know, Jim Harbaugh's tenure moves forward. Uh, and then also a guy who can adjust. I, I think that the most frustrating thing uh, with Don Brown is you, you look at like crossing routes, um, just always struggling in that, in that regard. And when you have to make the transition from man to play a zone, just guys looking so unprepared to make that shift. I don't think that can happen. I, I think I think back to like a John Beeline basketball team that played a lot of zone early on. And, you know, they ended up being one of the better defenses in the nation after moving on from that uh, and learning to play great man defense. And it wasn't like John Beeline couldn't flip back and forth. He did often, even Jawan Howard's doing that often. And even though that's a different game, I think the same has to be said about both offense and defensive coordinators in college football is you have to be able to adjust. And the most frustrating thing to me is – um, seeing a defense that relies so heavy on great cornerbacks uh, and lockdown, you know, man-to-man defense, 
literally look like they've never played a day of zone defense in their life. And so that for me has to be the biggest change is just being able to adjust and making sure you're recruiting guys and developing guys that become versatile players because the ones that are going to move on to the next level are going to play in different defensive schemes. So, you know, just having those guys that can, can make that as adjustments on the fly, I think is going to be huge. All right. Uh, last few minutes here seems pretty unlikely that, uh, as long as Jim Harbaugh is still the head coach, that this is the last domino to fall. You know, you would expect a few other changes. Do you think it'll mostly be on the defensive side of the ball? Or could there be some reshuffling on the offensive side of the ball? I'd, I have a hard time kind of picturing what that would look like just because, it, I mean, it seems like uh, you know, Josh Gaddis, we're, we're kind of giving him a little time, I think. And big fan of Ed Warner obviously and what he's done with the offensive line I think it's on the defensive side where there's so much pressure to like make changes especially when you're trying to uh you know light a new fire in your coaching career do you think uh there there's some some more changes still to come yeah I think there is I'd say again more likely on the defensive side of the ball um if you're gonna keep a guy like Josh Gaddis in place uh, even if you switch up some of the position coaches on offense, um, you know, that could happen. But I, I think when you're getting rid of a defensive coordinator who definitely had a part in hiring the other position coaches, I think you're more likely to to see changes. Um, I think that a lot of those will happen after a new guy is brought in. So say it's a, a Derek Mason. I, I think that, you know, the right thing to do, in my opinion, would be for Harbaugh to, you know, show that person right away that, hey, you know what, you have a say, I trust you, here's our staff in place, here's some of our strengths, here's some of our weaknesses, speak into this and and let's get this thing fixed. So if you can, you know, hurry up and get yourself a good defensive coordinator who can then, you know, start meeting with staff and start um, kind of picking and choosing what he thinks would be best fit um i think you know you're going to be in a better situation but i'd be shocked if we don't see more movement on defense and i wouldn't be surprised um if you at least see you know a couple of people either choose to move on or you know even be let go like uh and depart like don brown has but yeah i if this is the only change i'll just say that i i'm in the camp of that's not enough in my opinion um so and again we're we're in this situation that's been so weird that, you know, by the end of the week, um, Jim Harbaugh might not even be the coach. Who knows? So, I mean, there's going to be more changes to come. But, yeah, best guess is on the defense side of the ball. One of these days, we're going to have to get back to talking about Michigan basketball. You know, we we usually do that when the new year turns. And this feels like a year where we totally messed up and should have started six months ago and we never, never talked should about have football. talked about football yeah we exactly started like we went to trouble we you know the end of basketball season ended abruptly and you know there's not much to say at that point um a couple of cool recruiting things happened and some great guys came to campus but yeah i mean looking back you know hindsight 2020 but maybe we should have just stuck with uh basketball this fall uh michigan at nebraska Christmas Day, 6 p.m. I don't know what channel because I couldn't find it really quickly. Um, but that'll be something to do on your Christmas Day that's hopefully uh, not depressing and, and can take your mind off of whatever's happening with Michigan football. Really quickly, 
Derek, is the documentary still available to stream on Amazon if people want to go back and live, relive some uh, Don Brown nostalgia? That I don't know. And I and I have uh, Amazon Prime Video or whatever. I would it's imagine called. it is. I would, Amazon I would doesn't assume that, be like Netflix. Yeah, I would assume it's still there. I'd see no reason for uh, taking it on. By the way, you, you, we talk in – it's great to talk basketball. Um, one thing I do want to note that I saw, and I'm sure other people have noticed this too, I'm pretty sure with Michigan playing on Christmas Day, which, you know, isn't ideal, let's be honest, in a pandemic to have to play on Christmas Day kind of sucks. I mean, what else are they going to do? They're mostly isolated from their families and friends anyway. There was talks that Thanksgiving is what kind of tore up part the end of the Michigan season. Who knows if that's true or not. But I find it interesting that Isaiah Livers, I believe, has come out and said, like, that sucks. And I saw Shawnee Brown Jr. today tweet that um, first time playing on Christmas Day and seemed excited about it. Um, so, you know, it's there's a there's some <laughs> internal drama for you. you know, there's some guys that are not wanting to play on Christmas Day at all, which I completely side with and say I would feel the same way. And there's guys like Shawnee Brown there thinking like, hey, I'm hopefully going to be playing on Christmas Day in the NBA. Like, let's do this thing. So, yeah, it's nice to to have that take. I think it's you now bringing some positive energy into um, um, Christmas Day. And, and like you said, hopefully some people are able to enjoy that game and hopefully see a Michigan win. Because we what we don't need on Christmas is a Michigan loss. We no. cannot end our year like that. And, you know, it would be the most 2020 thing for that to happen. But, man, I'm really hoping to end 2020 strong with a Michigan win. Yeah, we'll pay attention to that. Of course, we'll keep paying attention to whatever happens with Jim Harbaugh. You know, maybe they'll just they won't announce anything, and Michigan will trot out on the field uh, next season, and that's that's when we'll get to see who who the head coach is. Sort of like the the quarterback reveals of old. I can't wait. We'll dig into all of that with you, of course, in the coming weeks and months. So stick with us and go blue. Go blue.